Welcome into the exchange with Nick Mangold and my good friend here, Mark Sanchez. We have an unbelievable show for you today. Before we get kicked off, Mark, how you doing, buddy? Buddy, you know, I'm going to steal a line from my dad. If I were any better, it'd be against the law. How about that? I used to <laughs> hate when he said it. I used to hate it. And now <laughs> I use it all the time. So, so yeah, it goes. See, perfect. I feel like there's another saying um, that there's, I mean, my wife always uses, and I got her this for Christmas this year. I was walking through uh, Hallmark and it just, it, it spoke to me. She tells our kids for walking out the door every morning, um, it's a good day to have a good day. Mm, I love it. So I, so I got her, it, it was a sign, like it was already pre-printed up. I didn't do anything. Like it was just sitting on the shelf. I was like, I have to buy that because that's the exact quote that my wife says every day. Um, but I feel like that's going to become what my kids, you know, like you say, you know, you hated it every, every time I feel like they're, cause they're mad. They're going to school. They're walking off like this yeah. morning. It was ice cold. So they were like, it's not a good day to have a good day because it's freezing. <laughs> like, so. That's great. I get it. That's I understand great. it. Um, so we have for our guest today, and who do we got? Who do we got? You because you don't know, um, we got Ralph Macchio, the Karate Kid karate coming kid. in. Uh, the Cobra Kai is out mm. on Netflix, season four. So he was gracious enough to come in um, and, and give us a little spiel. Uh, so with that in mind, I got a question yeah. for you. All right, what is your signature move? And you can't Ooh. say the crane kick. Wow, well, I was just going to say the crane. <laughs> Sorry. Nothing you can do about um, it. I have so many questions for him. They went to golf and stuff right off the 605, dude. That's where I grew up. I used, I was, I was, lived right by Norwalk. We're in Whittier. Is that dude. a – Whittier, Holmes? Whittier, Vato? Is it highway? Uh, Holmes? The 605, 605 is the highway. Yeah, we say the out here in California. You say the. The 405, the 5. Back there, it's just 78, 287. You know, it's weird. We throw I in front of it. I-75, I-70, you know, interstate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Signature move. I'm trying to think. I mean, in college when we'd score, I'd kind of like do one of these. I don't know where that came from. Um, The windmill action. You know, doing – honestly, one of my favorite moves was the jet plane, you know, flying. That was pretty cool. That's a good one, too. Um, with some, you know, after a big throw, big touchdown, big run, whatever, that was that was nice to kind of glide off the field that way because you just feel like you're a jet, I guess. I don't know, man. That was just those were fun times. What about you? I mean, well, hold on, I, I still have, I got all the questions for you again. Um, <laughs> I mean, when you scored a touchdown, didn't you have? Did you have something, or was it only for, or were there different things for between scoring a touchdown or throwing a touchdown? Did you separate? Like, I didn't plan it. And throwing. I didn't plan it far enough in advance. I didn't have a set thing. The only thing I did have against the Raiders on the road, the same hot dog game, I did dunk it on the goalpost, <laughs> full gear. Like that was. I always wanted to do that. I used to see Tony Gonzalez do that all the time, and he grew up here. Um, and I just, I, the, my the going into my rookie year. I played basketball, which I probably shouldn't have done, but I played pickup basketball with Tony Gonzalez. And um, nice. I mean, this dude was a freak. And I'm like, oh, let's go throw. And he's like, yeah, I don't really catch balls till like August, right before training camp. I was like, what? <laughs> so I was like, okay, whatever. I mean, he's a freaking Hall of Famer, so it doesn't really matter. But uh, different strokes, I guess. 
But yeah, I, when I saw him dunk and play pickup basketball and stuff, and then, you know, I watched them all rookie year. They beat us. Remember, they beat us rookie year, and we thought we weren't going to the playoffs. Rex said we're out. Mm. And then we wake up mm-hmm. the next morning and we're potentially in. We got to beat Indy <laughs> on the road or something. Um, so, yeah, I just – I thought being able to dunk with all your gear on was, like, really cool. So doing that. And then it was either the Daily News or the Post had a big thing. I had Vito and Gus, the equipment guys. They blew it up for me. I still have it at the house here somewhere. Um, nice. But, you know, um, probably like in the entryway right when you walk in so people can see it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like, you know, the Super Bowl winning team and then yeah. Mark dunking yep. a ball. That's Everyone right. forgets that because of the hot dog. Uh, <laughs> signature move. So I have this one. It's I just It just came to me because um, I was really racking my brain um, is – the when we because linemen we don't get any fun like we just we're we're in a dark room and everything oh, yeah. gets run down into us like we're mushrooms um signature move coming off the field putting my helmet onto the bench right okay and then reaching over grabbing my hat doing the pullback oh nice and then the little pop of the ears and Ooh. that's that's the signature that's, move throwing the cap good. on after a series no matter what happened, you know? That's true. That's actually a really good point. You did always have a backwards cap on. I mean, you'd even go to Del Frisco's with a backwards cap on, and they wouldn't let anybody else do that except you. So you're a backwards really nice hat one. guy, dude. They're still really nice, too. You need to come back. You're a backwards but hat guy. That's your move. That's my move. Signature move. <laughs> I At some point, it's going to be like, one of my kids is going to be like, um, Dad, that, that doesn't look right. Like You need to stop. But you're like in a tuxedo with a backwards hat. I actually did do that one time. Went to a friend's 40th birthday party. Um, the worst. And and I asked I asked um, his wife what the attire was, and she said uh, a little bit dressy. So I said, "All right, you know, I'll figure out what a little bit dressy is." So I pulled out my tuxedo from the wedding, full on full tux, and I wore a hat. And so I showed up, and she's laughing, and um, I, she's like, what are you doing? I said, well, you said the attire's a little bit, a little bit dressy. A little bit dressy. Uh, I say you knew exactly what the assignment was, and check the box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bing. That's good. good. Um, all right, so th- we've been yakking too much. We need to get to Ralph. Um, uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, let's go to that now interview with Ralph Macchio, the Karate Kid, Cobra Kai, season four on Netflix right now. Let's check this out. Thank you again for joining us. We got a very special guest. It's Ralph Macchio, who you know from Karate Kid, from Cobra Kai, and Ugly Betty, and a million other things on his resume. But most importantly, he's a Jet fan, and he took time to be with us. So thank you so much, Ralph. How you doing, man? Ah, great. Great to be here. Thanks, guys. I'm glad they sent awesome. you a sweatshirt. I'm still waiting for mine. <laughs> it's good to see you have one. Um, I but, this no, is I, one of my, my favorites. I want to get into all the jet stuff, but I had to know just because, I mean, this one really hits home. I grew up in Whittier, which is right next to Norwalk, where golf and stuff is. And for those right. Karate Kid fans, when you get the nice yellow ride from Mr. Miyagi and you're uh, driving into golf and stuff, the outdoor mini putt, whatever, uh, mini golf place, what are your memories from there? Because I have a ton of childhood memories there. That was That was right up the street, dude. So whenever I saw it in the movie, I was all fired up. That's great. That's great. Yeah, the the golf and stuff. I think it's still still there. I think it's one of those oh, yeah. 
you know, go visit the uh, the um, locations of the Karate Kid, and it's it's on the tour, if you will. That was uh, a couple of nights. Uh, um, Elizabeth Shoe and uh, Forty Seven Ford convertible. Uh, pretty easy day at the office, I would have to say. And um, we, uh, you know, it was uh, uh, it's it's a great time. It's so fun to see those scenes, you know, play back in the Cobra Kai series. They actually you know, take the younger cast, they bring them back there. They brought William Zapka and Elizabeth Shue in season three of Cobra Kai to, to the golf and stuff. And um, those were long nights though. And, and I remember there was a line, there was a scene where Avelton, our director, uh, I take uh, her to the car, Elizabeth Shue to the car and we started up and start driving off. And he says, um, I, I allow her to drive or I say, why don't you drive? And Avelson said to me, he said, yeah, why don't you just say, hey, it's the 80s, you know, meaning like the girls should be able the ladies should drive. And I, I didn't think of it then, but the concept of it's the 80s, I never knew would be such a big sentence in my life because <laughs> when people meet me, they're often talking about somewhere in the 80s. So it's kind of uh, full circle. But yeah, if That's I knew you cool. were down the street, Mark, well, you were probably maybe not born yet or just (laughs) 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 what year were you born? Just so I know. And I can feel Uh, really. I was born in 86, but I remember my brothers had me watch that movie when I was a little guy. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Um, Explain to us where, how in the world did you become a Jets fan? I know you're a New York native, but why Jets? Why not Giants? Why not any other teams? What was it about the Jets and Gang Green that, that caught your attention? Well, I listen, I was about eight years old in 69. So, you know, that was the team, you know, it was Joe Namath, Emerson Boozer, if memory serves. Um, and, and I remember for, I think it was Christmas or my birthday, I got the, uh, the jet uniform in the box with the big, big super shoulder pads. And I was, you know, you imagine my pinhead now, you could almost think of what it was at eight, nine years old. And I wore this thing around the house. And then I also had my, one of my second cousins uh, was on the, um, you know, uh, was on the squad preseason for a little while. Oh, wow. And he gave me a football and he said, I, you know, I had a catch with Joe Namath with this football. And I had, and that was the football that my mom says, you keep that in your room. Like you do not go outside with that. You know, that's not the one to play in the street with your friends, you know? So this was probably 70, whatever, one or two. I was like 10 or whatever. So that's where it started. And that's you know, awesome. they're Super Bowl champs at that point. And then that's at the point where a guy could say, I guarantee you we're going to win. And they did. So, and then since then, it's been a bit tougher for decades, but uh, that's, how, that's how I was bit. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, at least you got the one, so that's got to be something exciting. Um, yeah. My son, my son's still waiting on one. He's 10 now, so right. um, I'm hope, hoping they figure it out so he, he can get a Super Bowl. Um, so I, I assume, I still have to ask, but I assume um, that I know what this answer is going to be. What is your all-time favorite Jets moment? And if it is the Super Bowl, give me the number two as well. Okay. Well, the Super Bowl, I was super young. So I, rem- I remember it, but not some of I would say um, the game I was at with my son and my brother and his son at the time, uh, you guys were on the field. It was, I believe, against Houston. It was a big comeback game. I was in the 
first row. And uh, I think, Mark, you tell me, I think it was down the right side to Braylon Edwards and then down the other side to Santonio. San yeah. And yeah. I was first. And so I was there with my son, my brother and his son. And it was one of those defining generational moment comeback experiences. So it's personal because it wasn't just the game, but it was them, you know, being as excited as I was when I was a kid. Um, and then uh, another one on top of that was maybe from that same year or the following year. See, I'm, I'm the memory used to be so good. But um, after we got our butts kicked by New England on Monday Night Football, 40 billion to three or whatever that was. And that playoff game, you know, the can't wait, the Bart Scott. The, was that was Sean good. Sean Green was big in that game, right? Was that Sean Green? Huge, yeah. Sean, yeah, so Sean Green put him to bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was any, you know, uh, you know. I just love it. and the whole Bart Scott. I use that. Uh, I use that. <laughs> I mean, when people say Cobra Kai is coming out, I always send that. Can't wait. You know. It's just, <laughs> well, That's so awesome. those are those are a couple memories for you. Those are fun, man. Those are really fun. We went on a a little run there, Nikki. Those that Houston game, Detroit, mm -hmm. Cleveland. I mean, it was like three or four games in a row where it was the last possession, overtime, fourth quarter. So that's really cool. You remember that? And right before that Houston one, the Houston one, I threw an interception, backed up in our own territory. Defense bailed us out and gave us another opportunity. But before we got the ball back, the stadium emptied, dude. There was it was a friends and family affair for the rest of that game. Yeah. <laughs> that's so that, that happens. That happens. Oh, that's great. Um, okay, you guys are going into season four of Cobra Kai, or you're filming yeah, season four. Um, and what did was it weird trying to get back into that? I, I know it's set like 30 years later, but was it mm -hmm. weird getting back into that world of the Karate Kid? Did you have to go back and watch the movies or just pick up where you left off like a good best friend, like you never left? Yeah, I mean, we looked at it that, you know, the three creators of the show are super, super Karate Kid fans. And they write the show that the fans, that they believe the fans want to see. And they've woven in this this next generation cast. And these kids we have are just wonderful, spectacular actors and athletes. And for, for Billy Zapka and myself, it was more, it was less about, wow, how do I play this guy? And more about, okay, so this much life has taken place for me, Ralph. And let's see, that much life has taken place for Daniel LaRusso. So I sort of approached it in the same way I did back in the day. This sort of, you know, I just amped up the sort of temper and the sort of knee-jerkness of Daniel LaRusso, which made him a great protagonist because he... He did, he, he did not take no for an answer and kept going back, and that made it entertaining, where Ralph probably would have, after the first beatdown, I probably would have figured out another way to not have it getting beat down again. That makes for less of a good movie. But in, in an interesting way, it was just sort of like using, I have, you know, the character had two kids and was married a while. I have two kids, been married a while. So there were parallels that I didn't, um, I just sort of approached it in a fresh approach of the life that I've lived since that time and then uh and then the writing is the writing you know uh so you have to follow what's on the page but it wasn't um like you know reinventing the wheel or learning how to ride the bike again it really sure. it was it, you just picked it up and but these guys also wrote to that they knew what the fans the stories that they wanted to see and here we are season four just a just a 
great embrace exploded on Netflix. We've been number one since New Year's Eve waiting for the, you know, it's just really uh, quite spectacular to to um, be that gift that keeps on giving. You know, it's really it's really nice and and uh, it's been a blast. That's cool. That's really cool. That is awesome. And with season four um, of Cobra Kai, you know, out on Netflix now fully entrenched and you think about all that time you spent doing the four seasons and, you know, kind of getting back into that role and, and living that life. Did you feel like when, when, and this is kind of more of a personal question, do you feel like when you started back in, like you had to do a history lesson for the younger actors of like, here's what Karate Kid was and, and you know, all the different things and, and kind of give that history lesson? Or did they already know and kind of came in eyes wide open to what they were getting into? Uh, some knew, that's a good question, man. Some knew and some some didn't. A couple of them came to the audition and said, what's the name of this movie? You know, what was it? <laughs> And then others were like, are you kidding me? My mom and dad made me watch this a thousand times. And and so some of them, and, and even the fans of the show now, kind of back themselves into the franchise. You know, they'll it'll turn out to be a really cool show that they enjoy. And then their their parents are sitting them down and they're watching the movies together. And it's I think that's why it's resonating on so many different generations and different ages and, you know, uh, and different types of, of, of people around the world because it has that nostalgic element and yet it has a relevant uh, current story. So it's, um, but they do, you know, yes, I do feel like, you know, the older, wiser human Yoda, the Mr. Miyagi for these kids. And so does Billy, you know, all of us, all of us OG Karate Kid um, cast members, you know, sort of carry that that torch with a with a great deal of pride though you know for sure did did anybody come on to the cobra kai set and be like wait i thought the karate kid was jaden smith and that's that right really would, see that would I really think, piss me off if i, I were think you, a, but i don't know a couple, a couple knew of the jaden smith jackie chan remake uh but for the most part um you know they because that's sort of out of the what we call the miyagi verse because sure, everyone, sure. Yagi could be in the Cobra Kai series where that was a separate world. Sure, That's sure. Um, but uh, that doesn't come up uh, too often. But interestingly enough, we have Will Smith and his company uh, that was Overbrook and um, and some of his uh, uh, executives that are executive producers on the show because when they did the remake, they assumed some of the, the rights from the original um original production company so but uh it's all everybody's smiling right now that's the cool part <laughs> okay awesome, good awesome and good, i don't that's awesome i, I <clears throat> i'm not sure if it's been announced but if there is a season five do you think there's a potential you know a little cameo mark and i slipping in there somewhere well probably I mean, here's, here's what i say mark, what mark say. is hotter dude i'll I take a foot it. i'll take a kick to the throat Anytime. Right, but I might have to. If it's coming from me, I might have to have you sit down because it's a little tougher to get it up that high these days. But I'll say this much, guys: we have finished shooting season five. We've just finished it. it it's going to be a while before. I'm blessed with a sixth season that um, I'll have to negotiate with some of my writers. That are a couple of them are big Browns fan. The others are big. Uh, so. Uh, but we've watched some games together down on, on location. Okay, good. <laughs> um, I, got a, I got a question and a little bit of a bone to pick with you because 
I got to stick up for my co-host here. But in 2014, you did an interview and you said your favorite player at the time was Nick Folk, who was the kicker. So I'm assuming you just screwed up the last name and you meant to say Mangold, but you said Folk. Okay, so 2014, I did. Uh, I must have been in a game. 2014 it must have been. What's our guy on the field? It always has the microphone. What's what's his name? Uh, that was Eric Allen, right? Yeah, Eric Allen. Yeah, Probably Eric. yeah, yeah. I think so. But 2014, did I do? Okay, so here, why I would say Nick Folk doesn't make sense to me. I guess. See, I remember Nick Folk. There was one season, and you guys would know better than me where he was money and one season where we couldn't find the side of a barn. Right. I mean, there, or it, it was really went from, it was unbelievable. He was like, he was like death and taxes. It was a guarantee. And then all of a sudden it's like, it's over here. It's over. I mean, it's easy to say the kickers mentality, but I, so maybe it must've been during that run when he was just money. I just can't imagine me saying that. See, Mangold, well, I will say about Mangold, as I tap dance myself out of this one. <laughs> is, yeah, Smart. Is that Man, Mangold, like, that's the kids. That's that's when you take something for granted that the Jets had a guy at center like that. And then the, on those rare occasions where you would miss a game, which would be very rare because you were indispensable, like, could not bring this guy down. Then all of a sudden the panic sets in. I'm sure for the quarterback, even more for me in the seats. Yeah, when who are you talking to? Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl A lister number one uh, in front of you, and that's the one piece of the Jets we always had is when Mangold was on the field. Like we don't have to worry about that. We have to fix all these pieces, but we don't have to worry about that. So I'll spend the rest of my life having to redeem myself in the wrong Nick uh, response. <laughs> I love it. Now, I, listen, I have, there are no issues here. Uh, I was a big fan of Nick Folk then, too. Um, the Folk hero was uh, a real thing. I mean, that was yeah, I think so, that right? was like one of our – that was our best offensive weapon, um, which is never good. Um, <laughs> I know. don't like that. But, you know, it, it's in the past, in the past. Um, do you feel like you have any parallels of, like, the theme of Karate Kid and the New York Jets, like the underdog, that type thing. Do you feel like that brought in a little bit? Do you feel that at all, or am I just making it up and blowing smoke out of my ears? No, it's actually a good. It's actually a good parallel. You could, I could go one direction, saying, "Yes, I played the guy who got his ass kicked all the time." So that would that would not be the parallel we want to say, right? But then the other side is he was taught, you know, defense only, right? So, and the defense wins championship theories. The Jets have always been a team by and large, that had, you know, you know, a strong defense. It's about scoring the points uh, for, for a while and finding that quarterback, you know, which is such a, you know, the quarterback, when I was a kid, the quarterback was everything, but not, the, the game has changed, right? You guys know way more than I do, but it's um, uh, the, the ground and pound or pound and ground. I always say it wrong. Uh, I, I love that style of football. And so, um but you know, I'm look how I'm dancing around this question. But I think that I think that the defense theory and and the Miyagiism of of get that strong first and then add, then you could strike first, strike hard, and show no mercy. I guess that would be a good. That's more of a Cobra Kai thing, and uh, it probably you know it would be nice to not play from behind. So maybe striking first is not a not a bad thing. <laughs> defense is absolutely exhausted. 
in the second half. And uh, so I guess it's good to get some points up front. I don't know if yeah, I, I like it. <laughs> no, it was perfect. I, I was a big fan of the ground and pound as well. Took the ball out of Mark's hands. Set up. Stupid. <laughs> Just set up. Serve Where's Rex? Stupid. <laughs> Foot massage. Um, or whatever. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Probably true. Um, what about uh, you have to have one of these? Well, we got one question and then we'll do some rapid fire questions where you just give a quick, you know, Mets, Yankees, that kind of thing. But um, in public, you got to get recognized all the time. Like how many times do people call you Danny LaRusso or like say sweep the leg or wax on, wax off. But what's like the weirdest interaction, either body part you've signed or some weird memorabilia like, hey, this was the, you know, outfit you wore as a teenager in the movie or anything crazy like that that's happened to you? Right. I, there's been more than a handful. Yeah, I get a lot of uh, line call outs. And I was in uh, certainly Karate Kid ones. I get a lot of outsiders because I stay gold pony boy, do it for Johnny. My cousin Vinny, I get a lot of, uh, I shot the clerk. Oh, yeah, yeah. The two Utes. So I get, I for some reason, a couple of these movies kind of stick and stand the test of time and follow me around. I think um, one of the weirdest things I ever signed is, you know, there's a line from the original Karate Kid where he says, get him a body bag. And someone actually brought an actual body bag and asked me. <laughs> He said, I said, I've never signed a body bag. A, a weird fan. At one time, one of my kids was, you know, not feeling well and um, maybe sick when they, he was little. And someone was like asking for an autograph as I'm attending to my child. Um, silly things people say. I mean, there's so many of them. Um, um, God, I don't. Oh, uh, this was a fun. This was a fun one. When I was making one of the Karate Kid movies. Little kid comes up to me. It must have been the second one or the third, the third one. And he says, he must have been about six. And he was like, are you, are you the guy from the karate kid? I said, yeah. And he said, are you the one who does that kick, that, 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 that crane kick thing? I said, yeah, yeah. And I said, I'm grabbing a pen. And the kid just leans into me. He's, he's like six years old. He goes, I kick your ass. And he just walked through. <laughs> I, was there, I was standing there with a pen in my hand, like, you know. And so, I don't know. I that, that's it. A couple that comes to mind. Those are good. Did you? Was there an actual body in the bag, or the bag was empty? No, there was not. There was not. No, they didn't come from the That's from good. the coroner's office or whatever. Okay, good. <laughs> that we're lucky because we were worried about that. All right, so we're gonna get to uh, we're gonna get to our rapid fires or just real quick ones. Top of your head. Um, we do it every episode, so it's a lot of fun. Um, and so we'll just hit them with you, and you fire away. First one, Mets or Yankees? Mets. Ooh, okay. Nick too, I like it. Mm -hmm. Knicks, Knicks or Nets? Knicks, and I flipped to Nets because my son worked for the Nets for a little while, and I sort of got recently got in, into that. So, but as a kid, Willis Reed, Walt Frazier, all that stuff. But basketball was my least. It was baseball, football, neck and neck, and hockey. I, Islanders. Sorry, I gave you that one just in case you asked me. Uh -huh. That's the Islanders, <laughs> equivocally Islanders, 100%. Islanders, Jets, Mets, there we are. All right, so we'll, sk we'll skip the next one. Um, <laughs> Peter Luger or Delmonico's? Peter Luger. Nice. nice, good call. What about uh, Subway or Taxi? Uh, Subway. Okay. Subway. Man of the people. Smooth. 
Yep, uh, I, am. I am. It's quicker, Jay. it's cheaper, and but it's a little different now, obviously. Um, you know, so I'm, I'm taking the time and the the uh, COVID out of it. Um, but uh, yeah, I like riding the the, the the subways in Europe. Perfect. Um, JFK or LaGuardia? You got to go JFK just because of the the short runways, the delays, and the cancellations. But it's a lot easier getting out of into the city. It depends on where I'm going. Everything has an asterisk, but I would say JFK for sure. Uh, what about your favorite borough? Um, Manhattan, followed closely by Brooklyn. Perfect. Like it. I can deal with that. All right, last one coming at you. Empire State Building or the Statue of Liberty? Empire State Building. Nice. No, what about Broadway show or movie theater? Wow, I'm going Broadway show right now because they're hurting so bad, and uh, you know, that's fair. and uh, so that's where that's why I went that direction. Perfect. Awesome. Uh, thank you so much, Ralph, for taking the time uh, to spend with us and, and chatting it up a little bit. Uh, this was awesome. This was amazing. Um, a real pleasure of mine. Like I never thought this was going to happen. So um, really thank cool. you so much. We really appreciate it. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, Mark. I appreciate it. I can't wait to uh, check it out. And my, my son and my daughter, they're going to be all into it. So uh, we'll, we'll watch it together if we can. I look forward. Awesome, awesome man. Thank, thank you, you so much. Guys, be well, be safe. Thank you so much. Yes, Say sir. hi to everyone. Thanks. I think I can say for both of us, that was absolutely amazing. Really cool. Really cool. I mean, that was, I don't know. There was something about that interview with him that was just kind of different. And like, I think I was more a little awestruck, um, which was pretty cool. So, And he seemed to just really light up when he thought about us being in the next Cobra Kai season. That was really cool. I think I'm pretty sure he said we were definitely in. I don't know if that's binding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know where he is. I don't know if verbal contracts are binding over the mm. internet or not, but I think it is. Uh, we got an argument. We we got a good and we got it recorded. So hey, hey. It, it is what it is. Um, so that leads me to think um, as we wrap up this week's episode, um, who was who was your Mr. Miyagi? For Ooh. either coming into the NFL, in the NFL, maybe college. No, let's stick to the NFL. Coming into the NFL or during the NFL, like who was your your sensei? Um, man, I feel like I had a, I was fortunate enough to have multiple people kind of assume that role along the way, and you just glean some wisdom from people that are older than you and wiser than you, and have more life experience than you, but my high school football coach was, um, you know, during the whole recruiting process to get to college through college, getting to the NFL, he did my pro day at USC. He coached that whole thing, orchestrated it, was talking to all the teams because his son, Rob Johnson had already been in the NFL. Um, so he kind of knew what it was like and he, he knew what it looked like. He knew how many different directions I was going to get pulled and how many, little things I needed to worry about and other things I could just kind of get off my plate because it was already full. And so coach Bob Johnson was um, crucial for me and my success and treated me, you know, when I played for him, I was terrified of the guy and I didn't want to mess up. You know, I didn't want to let him down and he was tough, man. He was old school in your face, call you out, embarrass you in front of the team. And so I didn't want that, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to please him and um, 
And then as soon as I graduated, it's like his role completely changed. And he became like that uncle or grandfather figure that you're just infatuated with and you want to bounce ideas off of and you just want to check in with all the time. And so um, I'm, I'm just so grateful for Bob and his family, his two sons, his wife, Debbie. His wife, Debbie, is the type of lady. She <laughs> this is a great story. We're going into our playoff game in high school. It's a whopping, you know, 45, 48 degrees and little old California high school Sanchez is just going to freeze to death during the game. Okay. <laughs> that was like ridiculously cold for us. So she took an old red Diablo's jacket with a, uh, like ins uh, insulated sleeve thing, sews two sleeves together and makes me a hand warmer because <laughs> we didn't have any because we didn't need one. And I probably didn't need that. But one, I thought it would look so cool. And two, I thought it was necessary for the frigid temperature. So uh, Debbie Johnson, Bob Johnson, that's the kind of family they are. But um, that was one of my favorite stories about them. And Bob kept on joking with me about it. He's like, look at that sissy hand warmer. What are you doing? You know? So, um, you know, he was a tough, old school, callous guy. But he, um, he really helped me in my journey. And I'm appreciative for him. But I spent a lot of time talking about me. I want to know who's your Mr. Miyagi. First, I have all the questions. Um, it was 48 degrees and you needed a hand warmer? Dude, that's freezing here. <laughs> oh, no. Listen, I get it. I know cold, Mark. Uh, when you got to us and we had some cold games, I, I could tell the look in your eyes. Like, listen, I'm cold. This is chilly. And that was when it was only like 60 degrees. Um, that was like mid-November. And then, then oh. it really got cold. Um, all right. So... My Mr. Miyagi, I, I think I have two. I think I have one um, on the older side who would be, I think, would be more apt. But I also have a younger one. Um, so my older one is Bill Callahan, um, our mm. offensive line coach. Like he just he taught me so much about offensive line, so much about uh, life in general. He, the smartest man I know um, by far, and I'm shocked that he's. You know, he's, he's had such a long and great career in the NFL, but I feel like he could have, you know, solved um, the energy crisis or something. Like, I think he could have done other big things. Um, but he was just – he really taught me everything um, about the game, about how to play the position. And so he was he was definitely uh, the Mr. Miyagi on the older side. But then on the younger side, and you talk about, like, the life experiences and those type things, uh, was our, our good friend Alan Fanica. Um, he, him coming mm. in – Teaching, you know, he had already had 10 years with Pittsburgh. Um, so he knew he had that experience and he taught me like he he didn't keep it to himself. He kind of explained. Um, and I mean, I did have to ask him questions. He wasn't just giving it out. But, um, you know, he, he taught me like how to take care of your body, um, you know, about the game, how to play the game and, and you know, the different things of experience on the field. Um, but then also life experience, like how to be how to separate being um, a father that's playing football and a father that's with his family. And they're two, he had a great um, example of keeping two things separate. He kept football in the building and he kept family um, at home. Like he was, he was a dad. he never took anything home. He did all his work here, all of his study. Um, everything was done here. So he ended up having late nights, um, but he would always make sure he got home. He got home to his daughter. And so he could read her a book uh, when she was going to bed. And he wasn't staring at, you know, plays or anything. So I think that was something special for me. Um, kind of taught me that because he was already gone by the time I had my uh, first kid um, being in the NFL. And so I, I felt like I really appreciated having that balance um, that he taught me. So 
not only on no the football doubt. field, but in life in general. So um, go Big Red, uh, the Hall of Famer that he is now. Um, Hall of Famer, what there? a stud. Did I wasn't at the it? induction. I was uh, not at the induction, but um, uh, what a stud, man. Dude, he's so thin Come on, now. That was, that was a good dig, right? Rude. <laughs> Rude. All right, on that happy note, um, I think we had a fantastic episode. I loved it. Ralph was amazing. Um, thank you all for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it. This has been a blast. I mean, I love it. This was awesome. Thank you, Nick. For Nick Mangold, I'm Mark Sanchez. Don't forget to like, rate, follow, and listen to our show, The Exchange. Uh, also, you can get it on iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So we'll see you soon on The Exchange. The Exchange.